KHS, it's the Kingdom Hour Show, man. Hey, man, we we have a uh, a real interesting and and uh, sensitive topic tonight that we want to cover, man. I got one of my guests that has made it. Press stay way through that H town traffic, you know what I'm saying? But he made it here on on behalf of the family, behalf of the team. I'm gonna introduce him in a minute, man. Um, but. As we give you an opportunity to go ahead and tag your people, tag your friends, certainly come on into the on TKHS. It's the Kingdom I Will Show, man. Uh, I am your host, Pastor Jay, or just Jay Dale. Uh, man, I'm, I'm always excited to be here with you guys. It's always a truly a privilege and an honor and a blessing, man, that you guys tap in with us. Uh, before we get started, bro, man, we gonna, uh, we gonna go ahead and show, shoot, look, shoot out. We gonna go ahead and shout out our uh, our sponsors and supporters, man. We want to start off with Miss Mamie Sweet Treats, uh, All Creek Construction, Destiny Shine Records, Kingdom Life Central, Angelic House of Hope, um, JG Apparel, man. Uh, hey, on um, I got stuck, man. Oh, on, on the SOS clothing line from Big Zilla, Big Zilla, man. Hey, we got a lot of things going on, man. I just really want to encourage everybody to make sure y'all keep tapping in with us, man, to um to, to keep up, man, so we can be a blessing as you guys are a blessing to us, man. Real quick, man, we have some announcements that we want to make before we get started, man. Of course, we want to make mention of the Dabs Houston, man. I'm going to shoot you one of these, man. Uh, make mention of the Dabs Houston located at 5826 Martin Luther King Boulevard, Houston, Texas, 77021. Dab Houston's is a clothing store. It's a resale and a retail store. Uh, man, we have excellent finds in there. We're open from Tuesdays to Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So, man, if you guys know anybody that's in need of clothing, man, hey, send them my way, man. Send them my way. And not only that, if you know anybody that's in need of clothing, man, and you want to be a blessing to them, man, we have dabs gift cards that's available man they start as low as 10 bucks man so if you want to purchase somebody a gift card man you can hit us up on our phone at uh 281-407-1525 that's dabs houston and say hey man i want to purchase somebody a gift card man let us know the amount uh we can give you the cash app or however we need to set that up for you to get this gift card uh then you can gift this gift card to somebody else man and all they have to do is bring in their gift card to redeem uh, for purchase, man. So that's that's on that, man. Of course, we want to remind you guys of the Lifeline Project. Uh, the Lifeline Project is a 
the, from Destiny Shine Records and J Dab Ministries. Oh, I'm J Dab. You feel me? A lifeline we featuring on this thing: Queen Patience, Ron C, K Renee, Global Gospel, J Speaks, Big Tim, and Success the Great. It's 14 tracks on this thing. For show, for show, it's gonna bang. It's gonna minister to you. Hey, it's gonna make you bob your head. It might make you park the car and get out and do your one, two, one, two. You feel one, me? Two, one, two, one, two, one, two, man. And then finally, man, we also want to make mention of oh man, look what I got, y'all. Look what I got. Look at the packaging. Look at this package, man. Look at that package, man. Hey, you, you like that? How's that package? Well, we even look at the product. How's the packaging? Well, the package is good, but I like the shirt. Oh, okay. The shirt is nice, huh? Yeah. The shirt is nice, man. Yeah, look, and look, 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 man. He got the size all over you. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got a, you got to find a, he ain't got to find a tag and everything. What size? He got the tag. And look, man, look, he got the care instructions on here. How to care for this shirt? Oh. Hey y'all, hey man, my man is on his notes, y'all. This here is Big Zilla line. It's called the Stack of Star line, man. I'm digging that. You like that, man? Yeah, I think that's my size. It's your size? Yeah, I think that's my hey, size. Hey man, but don't leave here without one of these shirts tonight, man. Oh, I'm, I'm cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. Look here, man. We're going to put this to the side for you, man. Look here, y'all. These shirts are on sale, y'all. They are nice. They high quality. The designer of this shirt is only 15 years old. Y'all need to support that. Come on, man. And let, can I, I'm going to give them a little bit about the Stack of Starve, man. The Stack of Starve actually, is, it, it represents the, um, the importance of saving. The importance of saving, you know what I'm saying? Hey man, y'all support my little dude, Big Zilla man, with his with his new line, the SOS line. This one here is Stack of Star. Hey, high quality, high quality, man. So hey, with that being said, welcome, 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 welcome. We are on live, man. And tonight, man, we have pulled up with the uh the Speak Out family. Yeah. The Speak Out family. I ain't gonna lie, man. You know, man, I was kind of, you know. Hesitant on having this cat next to me <laughs> up here. I still feel some type of way from the play, you feel uh, me? And then that other fella, man, you know, man, I don't, you know, he still ball my ball my blood, you know what I'm saying? Just watching him. You know, but man, y'all, I want y'all to give it up for my own for my boy, man, Mr. Derek Parsi, man. What's going down? What's going on? Come on, man. Good. Tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. Derek Parsi been acting for like 10 years. Miss Cheryl Latham put me on and for Speak Out, so I'm a part of that. I really enjoy it. So it, it touches a lot. So if you, we're getting into it. We're getting into it. Okay, man. So, so man, tell us, t I, 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 Cheryl had ran into a little traffic, so she haven't arrived yet, man. But, hey, what can you tell us about the Speak Out family? Speak Out family is more of, you know, we're reaching out for the people because some people don't have a voice. So mainly what Speak Out is, is it's for us to speak for you or to you or help you. And if you have any situation what's going on, you can come talk to us, email us, tweet us, Facebook us, and let us know your situation. Nobody would not know what's going on with you. It's just between yourself and us. So it's, it's some confidentiality. Correct going on with that with that man that's that's very important man because sometimes bro it's hard to speak out about anything that's going on in in in, in life sometimes you know what i'm saying no lie man but it, it also man so you've been acting for 10 years yeah have you always played on um, these particular roles 
know, I'm, this particular rose is very, it's my first time doing it. Okay, man. And y'all, in case y'all don't know, man, um, he's an abuser, bro. You feel me? And you know, one thing, Jay Dad, we, we don't like bullies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we deal with bullies head on. You know what I'm saying? As natural bullies, spiritual bullies, we don't deal, we don't like bullies. You know, but now nah, the um the play, man. So one of the plays that you guys actually hosted in in the Kingdom Life Central, and so that particular play, man, it, it was it was dealing with domestic violence, right? Correct. It was dealing with domestic violence, man. And domestic, we know domestic violence awareness is in October, you know. But hey, every day somebody is being abused domestically, man. That's so correct. can you give us a little bit of information on domestic violence? Domestic violence is more of, it's, I'm just going to put it like this. A lot of people, it's not just about the women. Men get abused as well. So we have to touch on every subject, not only the women, not only the men, but also the team. Okay, okay. Because some people, you know, once you go through something, you have no way out or you don't know what to do. Okay. You know, it's like, you know, speak out. Everything leads to suicide. You know, some people are like, if I come to you and say, hey, Jay, I'm having a situation, whatever, tell you what's going on, I, I'm coming to you honestly and openly. Right. And I don't want you to go tell somebody else because I trust you. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's pretty much how we want people to come. You know, don't hold it in. You know, not only, like I say, not just the women, but men get abused as well. Mm -hmm. Not by physical, well, it could be, but verbal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask you about that, man. What are some of the most typical ways that men are being abused? Cause I mean, just the structure of a man, not in all cases, but just the structure of a man, we tend to be bigger than women. You feel me? And so I just can't see a woman grabbing me by my throat and choke slamming me, you know, or a woman just kicking in a couple of my ribs, you know what I'm saying? So let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's talk, let's, let's go backwards because we always talk about the women and being domestically uh, abused, but let's talk about the men. What are some of the ways you said verbal? So, I mean, elaborate a little bit more on, on, on men being abused. Men, let me explain to you this way. Sometimes it can be verbal, but don't get it twisted. Men can get hit and slapped upside down. Yeah, that's head. true. That's true. You know, so even though they, mama always say, don't ever hit a woman. Man. You know, but that that that's a myth to me because we tend to, if a woman slap me upside my head, I want to react, mm -hmm. but I can't yeah. because of what mama said. But, you know, let me give you a prime example for us the men. Like, I hate you. Mm -hmm. I don't love you no more. Mm -hmm. You ain't nothing. Degrading and yes, demeaning. It's all about degrading. Okay. And once a man constantly hear that, it starts to mess with him. Because mm -hmm. now he's thinking, maybe I'm not. Maybe I am weak. Maybe I am. Wow. What do I need to do to make, make it better? Okay. So what he do, he try to push harder. Mm-hmm. Even though he, he's getting all that negative feedback, he's trying to push the hey, I'm showing you things. I'm showing you not mm. I'm showing mm. you not care. But at the same time, well, that's not good enough. Let me let me ask you this here because okay, so uh, a repetition of, of demeaning things, degrading things, or right. uh, to tear down the uh the uh the uh the uh 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 the self-esteem, to right. tear down the esteem of a person, right? So I mean at what point do you believe the man has to 
ask himself, you feel me? Because it's like, you saying I'm this and you saying I'm that and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. At what point do you believe the man have to really identify within himself to ask himself these questions? Man, am I this? Am I that? Because let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, repetition is a, is, is, a, is a way to learn something. Yes. So, okay, if you're continuously telling me this, then you're, re you're being repetitious with it and I'm, I'm feeding it. But at what point, if when you identify as a man that, look, bro, this is not true. Right. No, I'm not sorry. Right. No, I do provide. I'm, I'm not out here just laying up on you. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, taking my check and going do this with it. And no, I'm coming home every day. I'm bringing grocery home. I'm bringing protection home. Just because you feel some type of way right now, right. what gives you the right to try to demean me or tear down my self-esteem? So what I'm saying is at what point as a man do you look at yourself and ask yourself before you even let it get to that point? Because I'm going to be honest, bro. You're not about to degrade me right. and demean and, and, and make me feel some type of way when you lying. You feel me? You yeah. you lying and 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 cause see, look, I, I ain't wanna I ain't wanna say this. I ain't wanna <laughs> put, I ain't wanna put my mama out there like that. But man, my mama told me, you better keep your hand. The women, you better keep your hands to yourself. Cause my mama told me, bro. My mama say this. She big enough to pass a dick, and I don't condone hitting no women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want I don't want to tie into your character. You feel me? And give you know energy, you feel me? But nah, yeah, I know. But me, yeah, man, but mama was saying, look here, man, don't, don't, don't you provoke nothing. But you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? You, you do something to rectify the situation. But that's when you come with prayer. That's when you come. But man, that woman don't understand no prayer. But it's not about her. It's between you and God. I understand. You have to check yourself. But then, like you said, then you have a reason to come back and say that because you need that energy because she done tore you down so much. So you lost that steam. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have to go back in the Word and read what God wants you to do as a man. But I mean, we okay, that's cool for the believer, you feel me? But let's talk about you got one believer, you a believer, but then your wife or your girlfriend, she ain't trying to hit that, you feel me? You gonna shoot her? Oh, no, you don't do that. Oh, okay, you said firepower, my man, you feel me? Hey, look. The statements that you hear on the TKHS does not represent you. <laughs> what my disclaimer at? I need to record my disclaimer ASAP. And man, uh, hey, but he's not saying shoot nah, the I'm woman. Saying, yeah, what I'm saying is read the word and then come back and try to do it another way. Okay, so you got to get strategic with it. But the scriptures does say it's a time and a season for everything. Right. So you know what I'm saying? Like, man, we need to pray, man. Forget you and your prayer. Right. right. Now what you going to do? You know what I'm talking about? But, but you don't have to can't force anybody to do something. That's facts. That's facts, man. That's facts. Y'all, we had another guest to pop up, man. I don't even know if I want to. Come on, man. Man. Well, look, he, he, he filing instructions, man. Well, look here, man. So we talking about the men being on, the men being abusive, the men being abusive and everything. So not the men being abusive, but the men being abused. And hey, if you're watching and you would like to call in, man, hey, call us in at call in at 346-324-5938. That's 346-324-5938. And we're talking about the men part of it because, man, a lot of people don't believe that a man can be abused. But as you're declaring, man, that verbal abuse, that verbal abuse is very, very real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and because, like, I'm going to speak from a man's perspective now. It's like, man, one thing that you don't want to do 
is tear a man down Correct. and kill his self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? Kill his drive. You know what I'm saying? Because you got some men, man, they honestly believe they doing everything that they possibly can. But don't get it twisted, my man. Don't get it twisted, bro. Like, you know whether or not you're doing everything. So I want to encourage the men by saying this here. If somebody is, if a woman is coming at you like this, your significant other, your girlfriend, whoever she may be, if she's coming at you like that, calling you sorry, beating you down verbally, you know what I'm saying, just outright rebelling against you, bro, ask yourself this wholehearted question, bro. Is any of what she's saying validated? Correct. Is any of what she's saying is true? Do I need to work on any of these areas she keep coming at me in? And if the answer is wholeheartedly no, I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. I'm doing everything that I've been taught to do as a man. I'm I'm taking care of the family. I'm providing, bro. But it seems like it's just not enough. Then, hey, we need to do something different. Right. So go ahead, man, and encourage the man on that part if that is his situation. Brothers, if that's if this is your situation, it's a, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to talk to somebody. Find find a. What's they say? Accountability partner. Accountability partner. Okay. Find someone like that or speak to your pastor or your deacon or someone to find out which way you need to go with this. Because it's not a just you battle. It's a spiritual battle. Because we all have flaws. Mm -hmm. And it's a spiritual battle within. So you need that counterpartner to help you and help you see things in a different aspect. Before you can't make a decision just right off the top because you're angry. Right, 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 right. You have to be a decision where you're comfortable and it lines up in the in the spirit. Yeah. But I mean the um the thing that's embedded in us as humans is fight or flight. Right. You feel me? Either I'm gonna fight or I'm gonna put it in the wind. Right. And if you are already caught and see, and so sis, I wanna encourage y'all and let y'all know too that if you, if this is your case and if you doing this to your man, or uh, you know what I'm saying, you know one of your girlfriends doing this today, man. I want you guys to understand and know that, look here, as a human being, we got two mechanisms. You too, sis, fight or flight, you feel right. me? And if I put it in the wind to, 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 to get away from the attack, then you're going to call me scary. You see what I'm saying? And I pray that this is making sense. What I'm saying is, man, we have to be very cautious as to how we are approaching uh, situations like you said. Right. And so, I mean, yeah, of course we want to pray. But look, bro, some of the hardest times to pray is when you in the midst of the fire. Correct. That's some of the hardest times to pray, bro. So I'm saying is what I'm saying is at what point of the relationship do you really begin to initiate prayer? That's a good question. Anytime it's dealing with domestic violence or something like that in that aspect. This is it's gonna always be a touchy subject and a touchy feeling, you know, because in the heat of a, in a heat of an argument, everyone is in their feelings. Right, right, right. So at that time, someone had to be a bigger, be the bigger person and step back, mm -hmm. or walk away, go outside, go for a drive, gather your thoughts because whether you know it or not, in a heat of an argument, the first thing start having is someone getting your face, and the next thing you know, is somebody swinging. <laughs> Somebody. So, like you said, either you know that 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 statement you had, that fight so, or flight, yeah. So, someone had to be the bigger person, right, 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 right. And that's that's when the time when someone said, "Hey, I, I gotta go. Just just let me leave." Now, here's the tricky part, women. Let me say this: 
If a man say let him go outside or let him go, let him go. Don't stand in front of the door. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's be real about okay, it. Okay, okay. Don't stand in front of the door. Don't stand in front of the door. Okay. You know, let, let the man go outside. Let him gather his thoughts because it's, the, it's already up here. He's already on 10. Mm-hmm. You know, so let him walk outside, gather his thoughts, and then y'all, y'all can come back and talk about it. You know, try to come with a solution to something to fix it. Right, right, right. You know, and it's vice versa. The man, if a woman says she want to take a break, she ain't going out there cheating. So don't, don't trip. Okay, come on. You know, she need a break. Don't stand in front of the door. Or what I've been seeing on a lot of, on the news a lot is, well, if you walk out that, out that door, just go ahead and take your life. I'm gonna kill you, your kids, your grandma, and your daddy. Wow. That's that's what it leads up to. This is a I know this is a touchy subject. I done seen it. Mm-hmm. I done been through it. Mm-hmm. So I understand. Mm-hmm. I was one of them. Mm-hmm. So let's just be real. Abuse or abuse? No, I did it to my wife. So I'm not saying it just, just to be saying it. Right, right, right. I'm speaking the truth because I've done it. Testify. That's all it is. I've I done it. So I under, that's why I sound, I code. this is a, a subject that you don't want to touch. A lot of people don't want to touch it. Mm-hmm. But they have to be done because they have to stop. If you look on the news, all you see is killing. Mm-hmm. You see women dying, men dying, but majority of women because the man don't want the woman to walk out and take a breath. Right. He want to have a last breath. Mm-hmm. And this is this is deadly. Okay. Now you're talking about suicide. Mm-hmm. If I go back in his house, he going to start it up again or she going to start it again. You know what? I can't do it no more. I'm just going to go ahead and blow my brains out and take these pills. I can't mm-hmm. do it no more. I got I the only way to get out is to commit suicide. Wow, man. And that sounds that's, crazy. That's that's dark though, it bro. Is. That's dark. You know what I'm saying? And we haven't even talked about uh the women the woman's side of it. We we right. talking about the, the man mm-hmm. being abused, you know what I'm saying? Because it's be it, it's situations sometimes to where man, I I've I've seen men or brothers they try to on leave or a heated argument or they try to go into another part of the house and the woman walk behind them fussing and cussing and still degrading yeah. the man. Yeah. Even statements like hit me, I bet you won't yeah. hit me, hit and me. That, and that triggers. Yeah. That's a trigger. Because it's actually an invite. Correct. It's an invite. Wow, man, this is this is this is crazy, man. What what you think about? Okay, so like like we're older men, you feel right. me? Do you think the the the, the ratio of, of of men being abused, the young men being abused, is higher in younger men or in older men? Hmm. I would say a little bit more. I say older men. I don't see a you lot think of so? I don't see a lot of. Abuse going with younger, but younger think about it. Think about it. If you listen to a lot of the music that the younger men or the younger boys are, are singing and putting out now, that music is really dealing with hurt and pain. And the typical song from one of these young men from 19, 20, 23, 25, talking about how female and done them bad, okay. and how you know what I'm saying you can't nobody have my heart. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. Can't. Yeah, yeah, correct me because that part, uh, yeah, it may 
makes sense because it's a different type of um it's a different type of t attack so right. I, what i think is and i mean hey guys if you guys are watching and y'all want to call in 346-324-5938 let us hear from y'all also let us hear from y'all also so you know and so what i'm saying is like from the older men's perspective it's more so of the physical part to where you know um it's different things that's being attacked. You know, it's all the mental part. But I think as older men, we are more mentally stable, so to say, right. to handle it. But if you have a young man that's being attacked at the age of 19 and 20 and, you know, my girlfriend, my girlfriend is uh, my girlfriend is, is, is sleeping with my best friend and this and that. You know, man, it's, it's a different type of emotional attack. And that's the word that I'm looking for. It's emotional abuse. Right. And the most common age in intimate violence is the first experience by a woman is age 18 to 24. That's a 38.6%. And, and that's for a woman? For a woman. That's for a woman. Does, does it say anything about a man? It's a, followed by the age of 11 to 17 years old, age of 35. That's like in June 7th. That's for a woman, too? That's for a woman. It don't really say too much about men. It's okay. Really focus on the woman. Okay, got you, got. You. And you, because let, let's be honest, we gonna shift it. We gonna shift it, you know, and go into uh, the women's perspective because, right. hey, typically it's normally the uh, women that's being abused, mm -hmm. but we cannot sleep on the fact that men are being abused too. No, and that's what the media is trying to push. Majority of the time, if you look on the news, it's more women being abused. Right, right. We don't really talk about. The Mm -hmm. And you know the scripture. We we gonna talk about the scripture a little bit too because I know how uh, when we would begin the conversation, you would allude to the scripture a lot. Right. So it's evident that you are believing man. You feel me? You're a believing man, and I'm sure that it took a lot of prayer and counseling uh, uh, to bring you forth from that particular episode in which you were in uh, right. personally. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what would you suggest as far as getting counseling? For me, I had to, I reached, I talked to my pastor because he's my father. Okay. So I spoke to my pastor. Then when that didn't work too much, I found me an outside. Okay, for more accountability. More counseling. Mm -hmm. counseling. Mm -hmm. So once I talked to him, he opened up things a little bit different because you can't go to people that know you. Okay. You know, you have to go to somebody that don't know you. That's biased. Mm -hmm. So that way when you tell your story or tell what you're going through, they can pray with you and then they can dive into, hey, this is what you need to work on, this is what you can't do, try to do this. They're trying to tweak you in a way to let you see things different. Right. Do you think it's healthy um, for do you think it's healthy for um, a, a, a disputing couple to go uh, the initial start? How what am I trying to say? How healthy is it for the couple to go in the initial phase of counseling? Because I get it. Both of you guys need separate counseling. Mm -hmm. But how healthy is it for you guys to go at the same time in the initial phase of counseling? It's healthy because that way the counselor can see both of y'all at the same time and then see here from your point of view and from her point of view. Right. To get to understand, okay, where how it where it started. Okay. And then once you keep going to that counseling, you'll you eventually have her find a result. Got you, so got you. Can you. See things in a different way. But it's also good to have go separate. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your own, she have her own, because a lot of things, they not, even though they, even though we all go to the same council, you still not going to open up a lot of stuff. That's true. That's true. That's Instead true. Instead of one-on-one, -on -one, then you can open up totally. 
and not have to worry about, oh, but you didn't think, you know, mm-hmm. men don't want to hear that. Right. Backlash. That's what it is. Backlash. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming to you open and honest to tell you about bedroom talk and we have a heated argument, don't take the bedroom talk and throw, throw it in, in my argument. face. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like throwing dirt in my face. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to tell you everything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm more reserved. Right. And now I'm, I'm, I'm reserving information and bottling things up. We got a caller coming in, y'all. Let's get this caller real fast. Hello, you on the TKHS? Hey, how you doing, Pastor? Um, the topic today is very serious, and I appreciate you bringing that to the forefront. Um, I wanted to put my input to say that when it comes to men being abusers, it's a learned behavior more than anything. Okay. And what I mean by that is I grew up seeing my mother abused, mm. and it brings an anger out in a kid. Now, that anger and how that anger works is going to decide what type of man you're going to become. Hmm. Because my anger made me want to get stronger to be able to protect. But sometimes that anger can work against you. And when you see something, it makes you live that out. And you become the very thing that you hate and that you've seen. Wow. So that right there to me, when it comes to you saying a man can be abused, I try I take that literally um, literal to say that you can break me down when you can't. Let's be very blunt about this topic. When you spoke about the counseling and do two people go at the same time, well, the victim of it all doesn't have to explain why your fist meets her face. Right. You understand? So I I believe that it can work later, but no. You have to fix something within you. Right. And if God is gracious enough to have you repair that relationship with that mate, then you better stand on grace with that one alone. Because I have daughters, mm-hmm. you understand? And here, my sole job is to protect them. And I tell my daughters, make no mistake about it, you can't beat no man. Mm. If you're in, your, if you're in a situation and that man is popping off, silence, agree with what he's saying, and you wait till you get an opportune time to get away to come and talk to me or whatnot, because like I tell my daughters, if you love me, please don't put me in that position, because mm. I'm going to do some fair time or jail time if you put me in that situation, and I love me some God. But facts are facts, right? Right. So when it comes down to it, me being a kid that saw my mother abused on a daily basis, it made me understand that I did not want to be that. So I learned a practice in my marriage. It's okay to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. It's okay to go to different corners. We're not going to solve this at one time. Mm-hmm. If we see that we're not agreeing and tempers are flaring, go your way, and I go my way. Mm-hmm. But it's a learned behavior. Just as well as you can learn to be violent, you can learn another way to handle that situation as well. Right, right. And I commend this brother that's on here because let me tell you, brother, no judgment here. It takes a lot of boldness to stand up and say what you said and to see how God has turned you around. And I know what you've been fighting for this long time because you want to get to the source that really got you free. you got scripture to back up what God has changed in you. And I get the fact that you can't go to everybody because either your family members and friends have seen and heard too much about her, vice versa. So sometimes you do have to go to an outside source. But ultimately, you are correct. God will change that situation inside of you. And that's the truth about the whole matter. But when we're talking about these worldly kids now, look at when you asked about who do we think is affected more,
anymore. It's these kids. Mm. Because look at it. There's no more men and grown-ups teaching these kids boundaries. They're reckless in conversation. They're reckless on how they talk to each other. And if you look at our culture, we come up teaching violence and don't even know it because we have little phrases like, you know, if you, you leave me, I'll kill you, right? And we think that's a term of endearment. Yeah. We're breeding you to accept violence and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I just wanted to give my two cents and thank you for this topic. It's a very um, powerful topic, and I'm going to stay tuned. Amen. Thank you so much for calling in, man. We really appreciate your wisdom, your knowledge, and your insight, man. All right. Yes, indeed. Always, brother. Thank you, brother. Hey, come on, man. Hey, what you said it makes a lot of sense. Come on, man. It, it, like I said, it's a touchy subject, and people don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like if I tell you, it's, if it's something that's going on with you, don't be afraid to talk about it. Yeah. Just say it. I mean, nobody's going to look down on you. I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody. You know, and like the brother said, you got to grow from it. That's true. And, you know, one thing else he said, too, you know, um, about about uh, uh, especially in a single mother household right. and mom is raising boys. You know what I'm saying? And if a son grow up watching that, bro, that is going to be the main objective, man. Let me get bigger. Let me get stronger. Uh, or let me go get some heat. Yeah, I've been down there. I see. I, I, I with a single mother. Yeah, come on, man. Down there, me and my brother, we've been down there, bro. And it's come on, man. And so you know, it, it's crazy, man. Because I, you growing up, man, I used to watch my my mom and my dad, man. They before they were living saved, you know what I'm saying? They 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 were into some things, and I would watch disagreements. And you know, personally, man, for my wife and myself, man, we don't argue. You know what I'm saying? We disagree on some things, but we don't argue about those things, you know? And if she's upset with me, man, you know, I know how to fall back before I start all that playing again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, man, so so very, very interesting. So we understand that, yes, 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 um, men are getting abused. Women are being abused also. And like the brother who called in said, look, bro, you know what I'm saying? As a woman, you have to understand, bro, you're not really equipped to beat a man. Right. And so a lot of women actually bang, bang. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, man, hey, 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 it's true. It's, it's both sides of the spectrum. And so I most definitely want to begin to cover the women's perspective, man. But ready? Amen, amen, amen. We... We, we we about to really dive in a little deeper, man. Brother Derek, man, uh, been 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 blessing our socks off and everything, and I'm glad you made it because I didn't really like sitting up here next to you. No, I don't want to mix. Uh 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 uh. uh, 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 uh you know what I'm saying? I might get the flashback. Or something, you know what I'm saying? And have to dig in my bag over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad Jerome didn't come. Didn't want him up here. <laughs> didn't want him up here man but man uh good to see you miss oh uh, it's latham good to see you cheryl good to see you cheryl um we've been talking we've been talking uh, i'm gonna give you an opportunity to introduce yourself in a okay. second um but we've been talking on um, we've been talking abuse yes mm -hmm. And um, the part of the abuse that we've been talking is how men are abused. Mm -hmm. And what Brother Derek was uh, actually saying and declaring is uh, a lot of men are abused uh, verbally. Mm -hmm. Self-esteem is attacked right. and men are provoked. 
And, you know, so we've covered some ground. We just had a caller that called in and uh, he, he declared what he declared, very insightful, you know, but um, introduce yourself to the people. Okay. Um, do I put this on? There? Yes, ma'am. Uh, one more time, one more time, one more. There you go. Okay. It's on. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm Cheryl um, Latham, and I am the um, founder of Speak Out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, and tell the people a little bit about Speak Out. Okay, Speak Out is a nonprofit organization for um, women, men, and teens to bring awareness, education, and resources. Okay, okay, got you, got you. And and the topic, um, domestic, it's on. She's just not getting enough. Okay. See, it's going to be the same thing, whatever mic we give. <laughs> so we be talking domestic violence because we know that the movie is coming. Yes, the movie is coming. Talk to us about the movie. What movie coming? Okay, the movie is called... Love Shouldn't Hurt. That's right, Love, love Shouldn't, hurt. Shouldn't Hurt. I have seen your moments. So Love Shouldn't Hurt. <laughs> so Love Shouldn't Hurt. It is a, a movie that's part my story and part of... Uh, several people that I had interviewed. Okay. So it's a depiction of several uh, storylines that um, tells what's going on. That's, okay. mm -hmm. What was your story? My story is that for five years, I was in an abusive relationship mm -hmm. with a, a guy that was, um, that was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay. And so um, he was uh, verbally and physically abusive. Okay. So part of that story, um, when you see the abusive man, you will see my story. Wow, wow. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this here. What, in in that particular relationship, mm -hmm. what would be um, the most provocable times or what would be the most irritable times for the abuser? For him, <laughs> I can speak for him, because everyone have their own time when they become abused. Uh, it could be uh, not having the house clean a certain way, not having the food cooked a certain way, um, the way that you dress, um, who you're talking to, especially if it's a guy. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're talking to a guy, how long you're on the phone with the person, you know, those type of things. Those could be triggers that will allow that person to just pop off on you and go off. Okay, because when you said that, um, when you said that, the, the thing that I saw is that those are not not reasons, mm -hmm. but those would be excuses for a person to go to a place right. that he already want to right. go, mm -hmm. or especially if he's trying to get to something that he's trying to get to. It's the same way in a relationship if you have a, a spouse that's cheating, they'll just right. pick an argument right. so they can, oh, I'm about to leave, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so dealing with that, we talked about the men. Why? And I mean, I know, I know, I think I know mm -hmm. why women are typically the ones that are being abused. Mm -hmm. But can you shine some light on that? Why do you think that women are typically the ones that's been abused? First, I want to say that we don't go out looking for people to abuse us. Right. Okay. Uh, we, we don't wear the, the, the signs that come and abuse me. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times people who carry low self-esteem, who don't know who they are. And then when you always, when you're looking for love, as I say, you look for love in the wrong places. Um, when the person is wearing a mask, they're wearing a mask of like, I care, I love you, I'll do anything for you, I'll give you the world. So so when you're in that situation, it's like, oh my God, he's so handsome, oh God, he's so this, he's so like and the other. So so you fall into that, okay? Mm -hmm. But once he trapped you, I call it being in the web. So once he catches you in that web and he has you the web where he wants you to be, then all of a sudden the mask comes off 
and then you see the real, real person. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's something like a bait and switch. Yeah, bait and switch. Bait and switch. Okay. That's what it is, the bait and switch. Okay, okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. And so um, the, um, word, the, word. the, um, um, the, the abusers in the movie, I mean, the abuser in the play, and one in the movie. I feel this there. Yeah, you know, man. Um, they but they declared they gave they gave some um some yeah. statistics yes. as yes. to uh the percentages mm-hmm. of, of abuse, you know. Yes. And so if you find yourself like okay, let's just let's talk marriage then. If you find yourself in a marriage, oh I, I have my question right here. Mm-hmm. Should a believer remain in an abusive marriage? No. No? No. Okay. Elaborate on it. I say no because uh, your life worth means something should mean something to you. Okay. God did not create us to be abused, um, talked down to, mishandled, and mistreated. I understand that there's counseling, but when the partner does not want to get the counseling mm-hmm. and does not want to do the work to be become a better person, it's time to walk. Okay, so I mean, would that would that be considered? Um, uh, okay, because I believe that we can start off on the same journey, mm-hmm. but I believe that along this journey we can still become two different people. Uh, so I believe that you know um, we can grow to be unequally yoked. Um, we can grow to be unequally yoked. Yeah. How is that? Because okay, we start off on a believing journey together, but mm-hmm. at some point, you know, man, you your faith is strong, but as a husband, as your husband. My faith is like, man, this God stuff ain't working. You know what I'm saying? We still married, but you're growing in your faith, but I'm literally walking away from the faith. So we are literally growing apart. So therefore, what started off as an equal yoke, because what made us equally yoked was the fact that we were both believers. Well, you were never equally yoked from the beginning. Really? Yeah, really. Even though we started off as both believers? You wasn't equally yoked from the beginning. Because if you were, you would have stayed on the journey together. Mm-hmm. Because equally yoked does not, there's no separation when it comes to equally yoked. That's just my opinion. Right. You know, do I have to have this? Okay, thank you. And so, and so, oh, my, my, oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. And so, because I, I talk with my head. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> this is not abuse. Out. <laughs> so, so. Unequally yoked to me, my definition is that you know when I'm when I, when God has when when He puts someone together, He put them together, right? right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is that before you even jump into a relationship, you need to know what the person is all about, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. We just jump in. Oh, the Lord told me He's my husband, mm-hmm. She's my wife. You know, okay, let's go ahead and get married. And then you don't know their background, you don't know their character, you don't know what their credit thing is, how they how they pay their bills. Mm-hmm. If they really do have a job, just because you leave and go out in the morning doesn't mean that you're going to work. Right. You could be going someplace else and mm-hmm. then come back later. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my thing is that you have to know everything about the person. Yes, as you go grow together, then as years come, you're gonna still you're still growing, you're still learning, you're still learning. But a lot of times that's where like relationships mess up is because we don't get to know the person. We mm-hmm. just jump in there. One pastor, Bishop Rush, he told me this thing. I love Bishop Rush. And so he said, relationship is like a diamond, mm-hmm. a baseball diamond. He said, first, you are acquaintances, mm-hmm. okay? The next step, you are friends, okay? Then engagement, home run is the marriage. Okay. But a lot of times we jump <laughs> from 
from acquaintance to marriage. to marriage mm-hmm. or to fiance, mm-hmm. like you don't even know the person. Right, right. So right. like, I was like, how you, you just met him? So now he's your fiance. Mm-hmm. So now you know you wake up one morning, you get knocked up beside the head. He's kicking you around, telling you. I don't want you to wear this any longer. Don't dress like this. Don't talk to that person. Wear your hair a different way. Don't wear any makeup. Don't do this. And all these don'ts. Mm -hmm. So now you don't become my husband. You become my father. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay. So now the role has switched, has changed. Mm -hmm. And so before you get into, I tell women and men, before you get into any relationship, make sure you find that the person is secure within themselves. I know we all have, you know, little hangups here and there. But make sure the person know who he or she is before you dive into the relationship. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. That that that's so true. That is so true. And I, I wanted you to uh, actually clarify, so to say, uh, because in some in some in some Christian marriages, uh, abuse and abusive Christians, because it's a lot of Christians being abused. Uh, yeah, that's true. And hiding behind the word. Right. You know, it's a lot of pastors laying hands. Yeah, they laying big hands. On their wives, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, and the kids. And the kids, yeah. you know. But I want it because then it's, it's crazy because it's like sometimes you're like, well, the Bible said that we're not supposed to divorce and you're supposed to ride it out with him. I wanted you to bring some clarity because honestly, I believe, look, baby girl, <laughs> if you're being hit on, mm-hmm. I don't believe that's the will of God. It's not the will of God. You know, it's not the will of God. I don't believe that God is going to hold you in that, no, you know. No. But it's some some women believe that, man, I'm not supposed to leave him and and this and that. And that also comes from the um the embedding or the planting of the conversation right. from the man mm-hmm. that you know I, I I do this because I love you, right. you know, right. and and this and that or for whatever excuse, you know, but I wanted you to give some clarity on that woman that's in that abusive Christian relationship, you know, because I'm not talking about the one that's just in a boyfriend girlfriend relationship. Because hey, I tell people like this: you are not married; right. you can exit anytime right. you right. want. Right. But in the marriage, it's not necessarily that easy to exit. But I wanted you to speak to that mindset that says that I have to endure being beat because I'm married. No, you do not have to endure because you're married to be beaten on, um, to be belittled, um, talking down to um, the psychological part of it, um, messing up who you are as a person. You don't have to take it. Um, You have the freedom to leave. And it doesn't mean that God has rejected you because you decide to make a to make a change. God will love. I believe He'll love you even more so. (laughs) Yes, I, I I believe He'll love you because. He did not create us to be punching bags. Mm-hmm. So he said, "What we are wonderfully, wonderfully made in his, yeah. in his, in his image, right? Wonderfully created in his mm-hmm. image, right? So, so why would he abuse something that looks like him? Right. If mm-hmm. I'm the image of God, mm-hmm. why would he want someone? I'm not saying you do it like mm-hmm. you to beat up on me, right? Okay. Yeah. So I have to cherish what God has created. Yeah. Yeah. So That's God, true. if God has created me in His image. I need to cherish what he has mm-hmm. given me. I need to cherish my mindset, my thought pattern, my heart, my soul, everything about me I need to cherish. Even my children, I have to pro- become the protector of my kids because those who are in marriages in the church, the children are watching that, Yeah. okay? And so when the children grow up, they feel as though since daddy did and he's a pastor and she the first lady, this is how it's supposed to go. No, it does not. 
So what we're raising is children who are psychologically damaged, mm -hmm. who does not understand the true meaning of love. Mm -hmm. Because love should not hurt. Right, right. Should not, love should not be abusive. Love should not tell you that you're a nobody, you're ugly, you're too fat, or you're too skinny. Or either, you know what, I'm going to go hang out with sister so-and-so. Well, no, pastor, you can't hang out with sister so-and-so's house. You need to be at home with me. Facts. That's facts. And, 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 and I've seen pastors, um, male and female, you know, be sort of rough with their mates. You mm -hmm. know, say, I want you to speak to her. Well, she don't want to speak to the person. Mm -hmm. Well, you need to speak to her. So that's abuse of making someone do something that they don't want to do. Let them have their own mind and decide what they want to do. That's good. That's mm -hmm. good. And I was reminded when you said that, I was reminded from Psalms 11 and 5, mm -hmm. where the word of God actually says that the Lord tests the righteous, mm -hmm. but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence, mm -hmm. any form of violence, mm -hmm. because that's not of God. Mm -hmm. And so what you said was that, no, you shouldn't remain in an abusive marriage. Right. My next question is, um, what should a person do at the first sign or demonstration of domestic violence? The first sign will be the last sign. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or the Cheryl Latham's chapter. Wow. Finale, huh? Yes. It will wow. be the last time. Wow. You know, because when you go through abuse for five years and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you see those signs mm -hmm. reappearing, I'm like, oh, mm -mm. I wish the Cheryl Lathan one. I shouldn't have to call you Madeira. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> and you know, in the play, when, when Nancy was talking about she boiled that grits. And she straddled. Yeah, yeah. and she had the grits, <laughs> the hot grits, and she didn't burn them. Mm -hmm. But she said, "She said I had these grits, you know." But sometimes, you know, we ain't all we ain't saved every twenty four seven. You know, we don't think Jesus, Jesus, twenty four seven. I'm just gonna be real because when you're when someone's attacking you, mm -hmm. your defense is up. You have to defend yourself. Yeah, it's that mechanism you know? we discussed right. a few minutes ago about right. the fight or flight. Right, fight or flight. I mean, I heard that. Yeah, that's so good. So I'm going, what's up? Right. I'm out of okay. here. Okay, so uh, what 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 should we do at the first sign or the first demonstration of violence? You have to nip that in the bud, right? Look, bro. I remember watching an episode of Good Times and Keith messed around and punched down on him. You know? Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. bro, I don't have Everlast written across my forehead, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I think that, that that is a good way to deal with it in the beginning because tempers flare, mm -hmm. you know, things jump off and situations come unraveled. And, you know, and, and, you know, I love it. The Word of God in the book of James, chapter 4, it says, why do fighting and quarreling happen amongst you? Mm -hmm. And fighting and quarreling happens among us in relationships because we both have a point to prove. Right. And I'm trying to get my point across. And then the more dominant one, he's going to, he or she mm -hmm. will raise up and try to take control over the situation. Mm -hmm. And so this is why fights and quarreling happen because, hey, I'm trying to get my point across. But also to go along with that, we have to learn how to communicate better. Okay. We have to learn how to use, um, we have to have communication skills. I, I, I like that because they almost crucified me a couple of Sundays ago because I made a statement about this on dealing with marriage in, mm -hmm. in regards to communication. Right. And, you know, uh, my wife back there, she 
I'm not gonna look back there, so I can, I'm gonna say. Oh, this. okay. So the, the <laughs> statement, the statement was, I made the statement and said, you know, if if, if communicate, women always say communication is key in a relationship, mm-hmm. but then when something is bothering y'all, we say, well, what's wrong? Y'all say nothing. We don't want to talk at that time. Oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a time and it's a season. Right. For everything. Yeah. But communication is key. <laughs> It is the key. But see, and, and you don't see, want to talk at that moment. So. And so this is the piece because it's like, to be honest, in relationship, you know what I'm saying? Okay, this is the moment that I'm open to hear what's wrong with you, you know, but you don't want to talk at that time. But then by the time you do want to talk, that energy to shift, and I don't want to talk. But see, that's not fair. Because if you try to make a person speak at that time when they're upset, allow them that time to allow them that time to digest and to think about what has taken place. Because if you rush through the conversation, then words are going to be said that should not have been said. And it's going to escalate right. the situation. Right. Okay. I get it. I get it. So on both on both sides. On both sides. On both sides. Right. Okay. You don't want to talk right now. Okay. okay. It's cool. When you're ready. But don't know. wait till I get in the middle of my show. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> Come try the whole conversation. Now I'm just man, okay, Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. A friend of mine, you know, a good friend of mine, we had a conversation and I something happened and I said, I need to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. And so he tried to make a joke. And I said, I tell you what, I understand you're trying to, you know, skate over the conversation. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that one. But when you get to town, you know, we're going to talk, right? He said, oh, yeah. I said, okay. So what day you coming? You know, he said, okay, I'll be waiting on you. And yeah, I said, yeah, you yeah. ain't pick me up in the airport. <laughs> so he said, no, 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 I got it. I said, okay, fine. But when we had that moment, mm-hmm. I said, now we need to talk. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, I'm ready. Because at that time, he wasn't ready. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if I would have been talking at that time, with, he goes, oh, I would have damaged the yeah, relationship. Yeah. So I said, okay. And so that's how in relation, you have to realize that that other person, the partner is not ready. So just calm down and let them get their thoughts together because some people are introverts, some people are extroverts. Right. So if a person is an introvert, they're thinking about it. You know, what's going on? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should have said that. Maybe, what, what, how can I say it better? How can I change the way? Because if I would have said it at that moment, it would have been messed up. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we waited because I was able to voice my opinion in a non, you know, hurtful right. way. Yeah, using, that's using yeah. wisdom too yeah. and once again I lean to the scripture where it says it's a time and it's a season for everything mm-hmm. so if we just come out of a disagreement this may not be the time for us to talk right. you know? this may be the time for you to go in your cone and I go mm-hmm. in my cone that's right. before the next round exactly but, right right <laughs> and so my next question is this here how many times should you forgive when you are when you're being done wrong in a relationship you can answer that one with Jesus saying seven times seven. Okay, how many times should you forgive when you're being punched on in a relationship or when you're being degraded in a relationship or when you're being taken advantage of in a, in a relationship? How many times do you have to forgive? Once. Once? I just say once. I'm just thinking because of myself. I, I, I did that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my wife forgave me and in my mind, that's why I say this is a touchy subject because in my mind, since she forgave me, I'm like, okay, cool, I can do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, so she fake, fake, when she forgave me again, I'm like, okay, cool, I can do it again. 
Okay, so the problem of it is, I just had this conversation today too, man. Uh, the problem of it is, is that you asked for forgiveness and you didn't repent. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do to God a lot of times. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. We ask for forgiveness and we don't repent. Right. And so, because I mean, personally, because like dealing with the relationship, you know, we don't want to manipulate the scripture, you know. Um, we understand what Jesus was saying. Jesus wasn't literally saying uh, to count it up, you know what I'm saying? He was pretty much telling us that, okay, the, the seven times 70 is uh, pretty much to get into the habit of learning how to forgive. Right. But, bro, I don't have to remain in a relationship with you and right. forgive you. you That's know right. I mean? I'm going to forgive you from across the street That's right. with a restraining order mm -hmm. and with maybe a gun. <laughs> so if you come over here again and talking about pop pop, you know, no trespassing. And you're oh trespassing. You're going to extreme. Hey, I'm just trying to make it make sense. So right? now you're going to the pop pop. You don't have to do all that. Hey, hey, what you going to do if you got your burner? With you and a big old 355 pounds, six foot seven man coming at you. You tell me, no, sir, stop. What you I gonna do? You. Let me see. Let me hear it one time. What you gonna do? Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a way that you get your point across without the pop, pop first. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not telling y'all. Look, TK, I'm not telling y'all to just pop, pop. <laughs> but I don't want you to have a gun talking about, sir. Please stop. No. You might as well just give him the gun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm not advocating for gun usage <laughs> and stuff like that. But I'm just being honest. Right, Sis, right, right. you five foot seven feet tall. This dude, six seven, 355 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and then you got a gun permit. You legal, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is defend yourself. Right, defend yourself. Defend right. yourself. And so back to the question is like, um, how many times should I forgive you? You know what? I'm going to forgive you until this pattern doesn't line up with the forgiveness you're asking for. Mm -hmm. Right. You feel me? And so I, I feel like I'm validated to exit. So like speaking from a man's perspective, man, ma'am, you're you you all you do is talk down on me. All you do is, is talk about how sorry I am, how I'm not a good provider, how I'm not a good father. This is, baby girl, why do you want me? Right. Because she want a man. That's but apparently, I'm not a man because you're attacking my manhood. Mm -hmm. Apparently, in your eyesight, I'm not a man. Just to say she has one. Just to say she has one. So y'all leaning on that Betty right. You know what I'm saying? A piece of a man yeah. is better than no man. Betty lied to y'all. I'm telling y'all, Betty lied. Betty, let's, Betty messed a lot of y'all up. Mr. <laughs> Child is just a man. But nah, seriously, I'm, I got a next another question, and then we gonna um, we gonna get on further down the line. Because um, I have a question for you. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, why is it so hard for pastors to talk about domestic abuse in your church? Pride and admittance, because you'll be surprised as to how many pastors mm -hmm. really flip off the handle at home, mm -hmm. in the car, talking crazy, mm -hmm. talking bad, mm -hmm. putting their hands on their significant other. Mm -hmm. It's hard. See, one thing about a, a, a pastor is this here. You know, they're not going to tackle a topic that they on, that they're in. Right. Mm -hmm. you, if, if the pastor's committing adultery, you'll never hear an adulterous sermon. Mm -hmm. right. That's true. If a pastor's putting his hands on his wife, 
And his children, you would never hear domestic violence situation or sermon. You know what I'm saying? If pastor is poor steward, you'll never hear stewardship. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is this is why. You know what I'm right. saying? And I'm being honest because no, I agree. I agree. because you don't want to condemn yourself. Mm. But we always talking about how God will deliver, heal, and set free. But yet still, even though it's in a different format of bringing deliverance, mm -hmm. it's not always the laying of the hands. Right. Sometimes, and not sometimes, a lot of times you have to get to the root of the problem. Absolutely. And so getting to the root of the problem is allowing people to speak and talk about what's going on. Yeah. And so pastors, I, I, I'm not knocking pastors. I'm one, I'm ordained myself. But my thing is that you have to allow the healing to take place so people could really be truly healed. Yeah, that's true. You know, and so what we're doing is that we're doing surface ministry. Not deep down. Not getting to the root of it. Not getting to the root and of it. And the word it. of God says that we overcome not only by the blood of the Lamb, but the word. word of our testimony. Exactly. But I can't testify if I haven't passed the test. Right. And the thing of it is, it's We're like. We're running from the test. Yeah. And so we don't really deal. It's, it's, a, it's a false deliverance mm -hmm. that takes place a mm -hmm. lot of times. Mm -hmm. Because when we really go into demonic deliverance, mm -hmm. um, you have that rooted. That right. rooted granddaddy right. spirit, that yes. rooted granddaddy demon, mm -hmm. and 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 if he been there so long, he don't want to come out. Right. So if you get on his road, really with the authority of Christ, mm -hmm. he might send out this, mm -hmm. and he might send out that. Mm -hmm. He might send out the silk to dupe you, to make you believe that it's all out, you know. But and 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 and, and now now this is where the pride piece come in, at because if oh my God, if who, whoever. The deliverance, whoever hand the deliverance is coming at, if you get puffed up at any moment during that process, you're going to think you done did something. That's right. That's right. So your pride kick in and look, yeah, 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 yeah. Little Johnny boy, he he delivered now. And boy, you man, I mean, sir, you haven't did nothing. You haven't done anything. This demon playing with you. And, and that's so true because we realized as a team that the enemy has been coming against us just to get this project out. Yeah. And we realize that this project is so major when it comes to setting someone free from control and manipulation and having their own or either grabbing or either grasping onto their own mindset again. Mm -hmm. And so we have had so many setbacks on so many yeah. things. And, you know, like, um, I'm just not going to go through it. But through it all, you know, God has blessed us. And, he, and he allowed us to give us favor in so many other places, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, as a leader is that we have to learn how to sit back and just wait on God and listen to the voice of God. Yeah. And when God give us the green light to move, then that's when we need to move. Absolutely. And, you know, and so as when he gave us the green light to move, the doors began to open, right? And so we right. started getting everything that we need to make this thing happen mm -hmm. on April 28th. Mm -hmm. You know, at first the enemy thought that it wasn't going to come, mm -hmm. but sorry, it's going to be here. It's here. It's, it's here. here because yes. of yes. the faith mm -hmm. and the action that comes along with right. it. And right. I believe also in leadership, you mm -hmm. have to begin to identify those that are around right. you. Mm -hmm. You know what? I may be under attack right now, but right. so-and-so not under the type of attack that I'm under. So right. let me go ahead and... Uh, Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you come on, you keep on attacking. I'm in it already. Right, right. So right. keep on attacking me. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? Mm -hmm. The assignment is still being done. That's right. You see what That's I'm saying? Right. So it's about the strategy of it. It's about the strategy. Yeah, My really, last question. Let me picture, let me ask something else about the pastor situation. Sometimes they don't want to open that 
door. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why a lot of, like, when uh, when Cheryl asked certain pastors or whatever, even myself, I just never said it, but when you reach out to pastors and you say, well, we want to have this play at your church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First thing they say, what kind of play is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a uh, domestic violence and it's uh, just trying to help people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the pastor is the one that is the abuser. Well, no, I don't think we can have that at the church. Right. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Trying to help people. And, and I had some female pastors say, well, I need to pray about it. I said, okay. That boy right there be killing me. <laughs> no lie, man, because I'm a friend. This is what I believe. I believe that we have been sent here mm-hmm. and we are on assignment as believers yes, to um, mm-hmm. to execute and to carry out God's will. Mm-hmm. Because see, if we go back through the study of Jesus' life, mm-hmm. Jesus never injected himself outside of God's will. So whenever he saw God's will in motion, that's when he injected himself into the situation. I'm a man of prayer. I'm not saying we don't pray, you know, but it's certain things, you know, um, if you're hungry, you know, I shouldn't have to pray if I got the means to feed you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so th- those are my thoughts on it. But absolutely, you know, um, that's why I believe that a lot of leaders and hey, leader, if you're watching, we're getting ready to sit down in a minute. If you're watching and if you disagree with the statement that I've made. Call in and help us understand why are there certain things that we just don't address across the pulpit. And and I know one thing when we was doing Purple Sundays, um, going to different churches doing Purple Sundays, and we would set up a table, and then um, the pastors would allow us to come up and talk about our organization. Mm-hmm. So after service, we had several people walk up to us and say, you know, hey, I've been abused, or either I'm going through abuse. How yeah. can I get out of it? So we we have resources for them. Mm-hmm. And we say, hey, call this number, this person, these people will help you out. And so, and I'm saying to myself, the pastor don't know, you know. Come on. And I said, I said, if, if you don't mind, who's your husband yeah. here? And he said, I said, ah, okay. So it's like it's usually the leader, one of the mm-hmm. leaders in the church, you know, or the deacon, or something like that, or, or you know. And then this one young lady, she said, well, she was abused, and her brother was abused your twins Mm -hmm. they both were abused at the same time they both were married to abusive mates and then they both got out of it and i said how are you now she said oh we're both remarried to different people i said no more no more abuse so i found that interesting as twins you're in the same relationship you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but you know just knowing that pastors they we think that we know our 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 members but we really don't that's true you know we because people because we come to church with the same smile mm-hmm. everything is fine i'm paying i'm returning my tithes i'm doing what i'm supposed to do in church but i'm not really showing you because i'm bleeding inside i'm broken and no one sees it yeah i believe this this is a um, serious case because a lot of leaders they are not dealing with the total man right you know right. mm-hmm. there are three parts to us mm-hmm. as people you know there's spiritual mm-hmm. there's personal and of course there's financial mm-hmm. those are the three areas no person can get around mm-hmm. and it has to be balanced in every one of those areas right um but a lot of times in the church situation or the church piece all i want to do is minister the word of god to you mm-hmm. and tell you that god can fix it mm-hmm. well pastor how come you're not telling me that that there are things that I have to implement. Mm-hmm. There are things that I have to begin to search out. There are things that I have to begin to do mm-hmm. because I have faith that this situation can be fixed through my God. Mm-hmm. 
you know, well, what do I need to do? I, I'm, I can't sit here and let you punch on me and keep praying and asking God, God, please let him stop. God, please let him stop. When the spirit of the Lord say, look, it's time, it's been time for you to go, you know? Um, but I think that that's another situation that that's not happening in a lot of the ministries. Right. We as leaders are not addressing the totality of a man. Right. We're not covering man. all covering all of the man, the full, the full man, you know, um, because I'm just as much of a natural man as I am a spiritual exactly. man exactly. as long as I'm here on this earth. Right. And I have to have that balance between the natural and spiritual. By the grace of God, I've learned that my spiritual man trumps my natural man. Mm -hmm. And if I can learn how to live in the spiritual, then I can live in the natural. Right. Because when Christ came, Christ came to teach us how to live in the kingdom of God right. and that the kingdom of God is here amongst us now. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we preach the heaven message, but the, the, the message, the preaching of the heavens messages is such a projection to make us think that heaven is such a far place away mm -hmm. to where I think that I have time to get to this particular place. But I don't know how to live kingdom now. I right. have to learn to live kingdom now. I have to be set free now. How do I live now? I don't want to keep hurting now. Not saying that we don't have the issues of life. Not saying that we don't have the pain of life. Not saying that we don't have the suffering of life. But even Christ learned obedience through the things that he suffered. Mm -hmm. That's true. And Go ahead. Now, some people feel that kingdom is behind the pulpit. No. Kingdom is not behind the pulpit. It's not. And, and even if everyone, your ministry is designed according to what you God has delivered you from. Mm -hmm. And so that's how he builds the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to assign this ministry on uh, abuse to children. Mm -hmm. That's kingdom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assign you to a ministry on working with women, you know, with low self-esteem. That's kingdom. Mm -hmm. Every aspect that of ministry is building kingdom. We have to get out the mindset that kingdom is preaching behind the pulpit. Yeah. Kingdom is the walls of the building. It's the walls of the building. We have to go outside and reach those people who haven't been touched yet. We're still preaching to the same people, doing the same thing mm -hmm. over and over again. But when you say that you have a ministry in domestic abuse, oh, that's not biblical. Why not? That's not Bible. Mm -hmm. But when someone is under attack mentally, physically, even spiritually and financially, mm -hmm. that is ministry. When you're trying to, the word, the guy says setting the captives free. Mm -hmm. So our job is to set the captive free. Whatever freedom they need to be free from, that's what we need to do. Yeah, that's your job. That's our job. That's your job. So right now, my assignment is to set those who are free from control and manipulation mm -hmm. and everything that goes along with it. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, so a lot of times people don't get it. So kingdom is not here in this building. Kingdom is the assignment that God has given you to go reach those people. Is is everyone has a different, a different assignment? Absolutely. You know, and work the assignment that he has given you, mm -hmm. and you build the kingdom that way. Many members, one body. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Everybody can't be a big toe. Yeah. Don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can't be the head. You know. And so, man, I, I really enjoyed this conversation with you guys on um, talking about uh, domestic violence. Uh, I had one more question before uh -oh. we get out of here. And that question is, what's the remedy for domestic violence? What's the remedy? Mm -hmm. You go. Uh, and I'll come after you. You got that one. Boy, go on and answer questions. We just playing, people. Mm -hmm. The remedy. 
the remedy. What's the remedy, man? Talk about the men aspect of it. The remedy for men. For example, a solution to all this? That's, that's what's the remedy for domestic violence. For us, the men, the remedy is you have to really seek help. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the main thing. I mean, we can go all and on about it and go in a circle and everything, but if you don't seek help, what's the point? Right. It's not going to go anywhere. You're going to still be doing the same thing over and over again, hitting the same woman, beating your child, then first thing you're going to say is, I apologize, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But you haven't, but, you, but you're not. You're trying to seize the moment and say, okay, everybody just shut up. It's all good. Daddy, have you again. Mm-hmm. But if you don't seek help, like, hey, I have a problem. Call somebody. Talk to somebody. I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Seek help. Speak out. Mm-hmm. Speak out. Seek help. Amen. That's good. And to go along with that, I like that, um, is to also, the remedy would be um, to know who you are as mm-hmm. a person. Okay. You know, identify who you are. Um, you're not like me or someone else. Uh, mm-hmm. Fall in love with yourself first. You know, um, you, a lot of times we don't love ourselves because we don't understand who we are because of past hurts, past issues. So fall in love with you um, and, and get you get you someone that will have a, a listening ear, someone that you could confide in, you could talk to. The remedy there's so many remedies out there, but one <coughs> thing is that I would say is that to find out who you are, love on you first, and if the person is not treating you the way that you should be treated mm-hmm. and expect to be treated, then you need to leave. Just go. Right. Don't don't think second, third, twice, oh, he'll get better. No, he won't get better. Just go. Just go. Just go. Because your life means more to you than anything else. Just just walk. And trust me, God will have someone else for you. Correct. So to escape. That's yes. the escape. Uh-huh. I, I like that. Get help. Um, come to the realization that you need to leave. Uh-huh. And another um piece that I realized that the remedy is is um it's actually um the a piece of the fruit of the spirit, uh-huh. which is self control. Right. right. Each individual have to learn how to embrace self control uh-huh. from the men to the women. Uh-huh. Sis, you can't be popping off at the mom. That's, That's true. Right. You feel me? Bro, you gotta you better keep your hands. You know in Texas that's one of the fastest ways to get you a case, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't be putting your hands on people, sis. You start need to stop provoking, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, so these are some of the things that I've learned, you know. And y'all, thank you guys so much for y'all. Y'all been tuning in to the TKHS. Before we get out of here, we're gonna uh let Cheryl give us some information about the movie and the drop date and everything. Okay. Uh, we we talked about it, you know, there's several different parts that the movie is comprised of dealing with life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just really want to um, thank everybody for tuning in with us, uh, for slowing down and just really talking to us. And, hey, if you are in a domestic violence situation, mm-hmm. somebody punching on you, man or woman, you know, somebody abusing you, belittling you, or whatever they doing to abuse you, bro, it's help out there. You know what I'm saying? You can talk to somebody, you know. Um, but I just really wanted to um, shine some light too. you know, the word of God says in the book of James chapter one, verses 19 and 20, he says, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. This is a situation that I believe that if God will begin to deposit and help us understand being slow to speak, look, bro, 
you do stuff to provoke a response from me. And if I am a person that hasn't been taught self-control, that does not have the spirit of self-control, I'm going to respond the way that I know how to respond. And so if you come at me attacking me verbally, I'm going to attack back verbally. Um, this is uh, now where we're arguing. We're now we're belittling, belittling each other. Now we're being very disrespectful and irate to each other. And if you buck, I'm going to buck. You know, try the spirit by the spirit. You know, not just, we supposed to try all spirits according to the Holy Spirit. Right. But if you got a fighting spirit in you, and I'm still trying to get delivered from fighting spirit, bro, and you ain't let that boy be buried yet, you know, you're going to mess around and resurrect. <laughs> so the scripture says, be slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. This is for uh, not just the believer, but look, bro, if you listening and you don't really know what you believe, just want to tell you, man, God is real. Yes. God is real, you know what I'm saying? God is real. But we have to be slow to speak, swift to listen. Be the scriptures say be in a hurry to hear. Okay, you why you did what you did. Okay, I'm Okay. Okay. But did that make did that make sense to you? Okay, and now I have to understand. Okay, for you that did make sense. Okay. Well, help me understand because I'm not understanding. So now we can begin a dialogue. Now yeah. we can begin to have a conversation. And these are for mature people. You know what I'm saying? Not people that's just looking to, to start something, you know. Um, but I just really wanted to encourage everybody, man. Domestic violence is real. We can be set free from it. Uh, you don't have to endure it, you know what I'm saying? To, hey, go tell somebody. Yes. Tell somebody, man. All You, you can pray on it, but you're going to have to do something on it. You can pray on it, pray about it, and ask God to show you, but you're going to have to do what he's showing you. Yeah, make a move. So before we get out of here, man, um, love ain't supposed to hurt. Ain't supposed oh, to love hurt. isn't supposed to hurt. <laughs> love should hurt. Love should hurt. hurt. Man, I done just, man. He went hey, back to hey, the hey. All I know is <laughs> love and pain don't, but we had, like, when we was growing up, man, we had cats like Ja Rule telling us love is pain. And love, he lied. yeah. And some of us, man, we've been we've right. grown up to understand that, like, if it don't hurt, it ain't love. That's true too. Yeah, we've been taught these things, brother. Yeah. On Jay, he hit that when he called in. But tell us a little bit about love shouldn't hurt. Love shouldn't hurt is a two and a half hour movie. Ooh. Did you? I know you didn't. <laughs> we did not know it's gonna be two and a half hours. But um, it's two and a half hours, but it's worth it. It's a drama, suspense, comedy, Man. all mixed up in there. You're going to have a roller coaster ride of emotions. When is dropping? April 28th, Thursday. When can I get the tickets? On Eventbrite. Y'all better hurry up. Yes, yes. please. I'm not. I'm the doors will open at 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock p.m. I was going to say M. So p.m. <laughs> Yeah, six o'clock. No tickets at the door. You have to get yes. no tickets at the door. Yeah. Go to Eventbrite. Right. What's the um, what's the site? What's the website? Um, we will have it on your page, and so okay. for Eventbrite, and so um, if you're interested in group tickets, groups of ten, uh, it's a one fifty hundred fifty dollars for groups of ten. Um, just call me, uh, email me. Text me, and then you could go on my page, Sherilyn, or either um, Speak Out page, and say that you would like to have group tickets, and then we could get you group tickets. Amen. Hey, y'all, man. And we're not reserving seats. 
No, you ain't holding no secret. First come, first serve. This is the prize, so you have to be at six. Oh, yes. This is something that's different that movies, when you go to a movie, you normally see like the previews and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Not, we're going to give you a play before the movie. Oh, wow. So it's like a, a poetry. So you have to be there in order to see that. And the movie. So you get two things at once. Hey, man, that's cool right there, man. Hey, y'all, y'all haven't seen the trailer, man. Hey, don't feel no type of way about certain people. I ain't gonna call their name, but man, the way he hit that woman, mm-hmm. bro, that, that made me flinch. His name's wrong. But you know what? It took, it, 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 we have to pull that out of him man. to do that. We I mean, have to pull it hard. I pray God y'all had to pull hard. I pray that that just wasn't on the surface for my boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a boycott. <laughs> I, I keep on. I ain't going to call his name right now. I'm going to boycott him, man. But, yeah, the movie is dope, dope. The movie is very uh, it's very realistic. Yeah. yeah. It's very realistic, man. Real hey, stories. Mm-hmm. Much applause to, to the actors, to the writer, to Thank the director, you. to the producer of it, man. Thank hey, the you. movie Love Shouldn't Hurt. Yes. Love shouldn't hurt. Love shouldn't hurt. And if you want to come from out of town, we have we have some black rooms. Um, those rooms are going fast as well. So I have wow. got some phone calls that people are getting their rooms. So if coming from out of town. So if you're interested, let us know. Oh, it's going now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. It's coming. This is and it's red carpet. So come dress. I mean, you have come dress, but you know. <laughs> I'm in them gators and them crocodiles. <laughs> Can I say this up? The mothers of the church, y'all don't wear them big old hats. Please don't wear the hats. Because oh. they can't Bro, see the flag. We're going to be mad. <laughs> Mother, we're going to take your hat off your head. And it's going to be some smoke. And the mom going to go say, pop, pop, pop. Yeah, ooh, yeah, you know, mothers be packing. <laughs> Yeah. What's she say, baby? <laughs> so she know I'm shaking and everything, but she gonna be straight as an arrow and she pop it. <laughs> Don't touch that hat. Don't so touch, touch it again. Look at all you seen. <laughs> Lord, thank you guys so much. You've been tuned into the TKHS. Hey, once again, we want to give a huge shout out to our um sponsors and supporters, man. Uh, Miss Mamie Sweet Treats. We want to give a huge shout out to All Creek Construction. We want to give a huge shout out to Destiny Sign Records, Kingdom Light Central, Angelic House of Hope, JG Apparel, a a Dabs Houston located at 5826 Martin Luther King Boulevard. Hey, Dabs Houston, we have a pop up coming up uh, this Saturday and Sunday, 12 noon this Saturday. Hey, get at us at uh, oh get at us. Hit us up at 281. 281- 4071525 to reserve your spot at Dabs Houston for the pop-up shop on Saturday and on Sunday at 3 p.m. Don't forget, y'all, Monday is Valentine's Day. So, hey, come through. See what you got, man. But you've been tuned in to the TKHS. Our guest has been uh, Cheryl uh, with the Speak Out family, my brother Derek, man, and my other partner in the highs. Nah, let me stop. I love it, bro. <laughs> You know, you've been tuned in, man. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And, hey, uh-oh. 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 Hey, uh-oh. No. Shut it off. Yeah, it powered off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get out of here, y'all. Do a freestyle. All right, y'all. Okay.
Till next time, you've been right. tuning in to the TKHS. Thank you. Thank you. Peace and blessings. Okay, thank you. Amen. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Amen.